Chris Marcus here with you for Arcadia Economics. On a Wednesday morning, where the silver price is up almost a quarter, it's up a 24 cents on the Kitco chart right before I logged on here, and um, which on many days in history you would think, okay, what's the big deal? Although we did get another 7% CPI inflation report this morning, which is now consistently past the Fed's 2% mandate. Um, not, not just by a little. I mean, it's not like they're clocking in at 2% or 3% or 4%, 5% or 6%. Now they're up to 7%. And good morning, Jenny Alicia and everybody else out there watching. Silver Treasures, what is up, my man? Or my woman, whichever... Uh, one of the great things about silver something anybody can enjoy and you know I thought worthwhile just I don't know maybe a little little silver therapy session here because I get the comments on uh, Twitter I get the emails put my book down here uh, will silver sustain will it sustain that whopping 24 cent rally I don't think it matters and perhaps getting to the place in life where you can be okay with it not mattering now that's not to say hey if you get a bunch of silver and then you don't care but I mean think about it we're you know with all due respect I'm not trying to pick on political parties here but we're in a country where we've had the Clintons the Bushes now the Bidens I mean and even forget about them we have the Benham's where it's like, you know, you have the crime happen. Anyone who was there and isn't, you know, zonked from uh, the last 50 years of American life with, you know, fast food and whammy burgers and Monsanto and, and, and fluoride water. So, I mean, a lot of people, I think, just don't notice. And then you factor in the inflation where... I've really been thinking about it where, you know, here in Mexico, it's the same thing where at least walking around day to day, it seems like everyone's focused on what they're doing and just hoping to make enough money to get to the next paycheck. And I think people often don't get to reflect and notice that, I mean, everyone's looking back to the U.S. for the financial markets. That was what I noticed when I lived in Europe. And yet here they've been broken. You know, and Ross, you know, it's not like I have nothing better to do than just go out and pick on Ross Benham of the CFTC, but, I mean, that's a big, he didn't just steal a car or something here. I mean, this is, this is at the heart of it. So when, the, when we see these, you know, foreign wars or troops other places, this is stolen money. This isn't just, you know, a bunch of people that made a few mistakes and been like, oh, well, the Democrats did this, the Republicans are going to fix it or the other way around. I mean, as I've, you know, had a couple days to reflect and I mean, certainly in my own life, I've been moving around mainly because I haven't found a place where I've found fun or safe. I mean, certainly Austin was kind of a wake up call where whatever was going on there, uh, you know, but that aside, I mean, I've been traveling, trying to find a home, trying to arrange Silverfest, which fortunately still did uh, happen. And quick note on the Silverfest silver ounces. 
Uh, we got about 300 of them out to the volunteers in the big chunks so far. Everybody else, um, Yara's going to be publishing a video of how to check in, but your, your silver is still on its way. We're getting something pretty cool made, so I think it will be worth the wait. And uh, just a quick note there, it's still coming, uh, and uh, I think they'll like what we get. But anyway, there's been a lot going on, so even for me, it's like, you know, there's the degree to which we're keeping up day to day and covering what's happening. And I guess it's just been a while since I've had, you know, a little bit more time to be settled and think about some of the things that have happened. You know, because it's like in the end you have things happening where you get a 7% inflation print today and, and uh, you know, you... 7%, I mean, if you said this to people anytime, aside from how everyone's been so conditioned to gloss over it now, I mean, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, or you talked to like uh, Jim Rogers or any of those old school folks, and if you said 7% negative yielding junk bonds, on any logical basis, the thing would have collapsed because it's a Ponzi scheme, but you know, you're we're, there's that degree that we've been trained to see this U.S. as the land of the free and honor and, fight and solid capital markets. I, mean, I think there were times where I don't know, actually. I don't... <laughs> realizing how... Uh, I mean, we can't even get a straight answer about what was hap what's happening now, let alone 20 years ago, 50 years ago. I've kind of just... My own mental framework chalked up anything since 1971 as kind of like Biff's world from Back to the Future 2 where it's just distorted and everything is tainted and when you're living inside it you don't notice yet that doesn't mean it's not happening and you know you have Ross Benham of the CFTC he's, he's a member of the Plunge Protection Team the Working Group on Capital Markets that was Reagan's and Bush George Bush, who I read the book last year. Someone just mentioned I was angry in Austin. That's where I was reading the Bush crime family. The idea that these guys were presidents. I'll leave September 11th aside from now, although that's another big elephant in the room. But the idea that these guys were presidents and worship, and this isn't a political thing, but these are a lot of the same people that, you know, follow in the footsteps. This is, you know, maybe there's different teams. But Ross Benham got caught. Why, why does no... And I mean, well, I will keep pushing it. And there's ways uh, that things like that can and will be exposed. But uh, how to put this in perspective? Maybe the fact that we also have the vaccine and virus thing going on. And yes, this is what somebody was upset with me on Twitter for today because I've been sharing some of my thoughts on how I think the guys running this are a lot of the same people get involved in a lot of the things that have been nefarious in the past. And now that there's emerging evidence that not this wasn't, you know, no, not many people have talked about where this came from. Was it natural or was this intentional? And you continue to see things not looking good for Anthony Fauci and people compiling evidence and documents showing that this was an intentional thing. 
And these guys aren't unconnected to where the money goes. I mean, you saw uh, Bush, Cheney launching uh, wars for weapons of mass destruction that they knew weren't there. You can't do all that without having the printing press and rigging the metals. At least that's... Maybe there's some uh, other way that I can't see, but that's a general thought I've had since I got into this. And you know, so someone was upset. Why am I all of a sudden? A, I never claimed to be a. Uh, I think he accused me of claiming to be an epidemiologist, which is not the case. I don't even play one on TV. Yet, to the degree that I see, everyone here in Mexico is walking around wearing a mask. Why are you wearing a mask? Well, because it's the law. It says where they get because they're watching it on TV. TV that, you know, like CNBC that we've seen go out of their way to avoid the truth, just like a lot of the mainstream media. So, again, yeah, no, I'm not going to try to convince anyone of any of those particular opinions, but just to me, they're all interconnected. Uh, I had someone, that interesting fellow, that I'd like to get back on the show. Some of you know Dr. Richard Allen Miller. The guy was a genius. He was building nuclear reactors in high school science classes. So he got spooked up and was one of the scientists used by a lot of these different divisions. And remember at one point he phrased it, Bushes and Clintons, you know, just different divisions of the same corporation. I think that's why you've seen silver manipulation go on throughout Bush, throughout Obama. I mean, it's not... I guess the best part, I don't know, maybe I wouldn't be doing this where, you know, I've never claimed to be a life role model, and certainly I, you know, have my own things I struggle with, but I think with the... You know, I'm not trying to go out there and just be mean to Ross Benham, but... I can't find any other way of explaining this other than it's a blatant crime. I provided my evidence. Um, it's almost like, you know, if this is happening and then you see, you know, Fed says they're going to raise rates. I mean, what do we see? Clarita, another guy got quit yesterday because he's been front-running the policy. Jerome Powell, they caught him front-running the policy. He's still doing it. You know, then you have the silver market rig. No matter what happens, stocks go up, and it's almost like it's like everybody knows it's a shell game. And some people, you know, found a way to uh, participate with it. I don't think everybody on Wall Street understands quite what's going on. Um, yet, certainly, I think a lot of the people watching this channel and others. I mean, it's clear. You see the crimes happen. It's almost like someone gets shot in the town square everybody knows who did it yet the guy's still standing there with a machine gun you know maybe justice does or doesn't happen at that point yet at least to me it was almost like what's the point of having a financial market if the evidence is there people can find that and you know that's why I understand if some people don't want to hear politics I had some lady give that to me the other day, you know, they're asking, oh, what are you doing here? I was like, well, you know, fleeing the U.S. government at home, they feel particularly safe there. And I get it, like, some people don't want to hear that, and it's an unfortunate thing, yet, I don't know, at least uh, that's the emphasis or the intention behind doing what I do, and, um, and I think these things are connected. Hank Paulson, it goes from Goldman Sachs into 
the uh, Treasury. Uh, who were the other? I mean, we've seen tons of these. Janet Yellen from the Fed into the Treasury. I mean, so in the end, I guess any uh, words of optimism here is that, you know, uh, perhaps not expecting the silver price. It'll be one of those things I, I continue to think. It'll just go when it goes. Um, something else that I've wondered about, is it possible maybe we'll just continue to see premiums on physical silver rise and they'll continue to deny the obvious, throw that Mickey Mouse Comex thing out there. Um, I'll be curious if they ever answer any of the questions about any of those things. I don't expect that to happen, but um, especially as if indeed more confirmation comes out that Anthony Fauci has been lying about a lot of these things, there's plenty of that I can confirm already, but some of the stuff I'm hearing now really matches what Joey from Seattle says there. How did the German people submit to Hitler? Everything was for their safety. Um, again, that's why I mentioned the Bush family. Look up their involvement with Brown Brothers Harriman, uh, which was helpful in financing the Nazis. Uh, Operation Paperclip, where a lot of Nazi scientists were brought back to the U.S. and basically at the behest of the Dulles brothers, if you would commit whatever crime they wanted, um, then you actually got nice lodgings and a good setup. So, I mean, some of it's almost too wild and unbelievable. If you have the stomach for it, you can look at what was admitted by the CIA of MKUltra and things like that. That was the Bush family. That was well... Uh, that might have been a few years before George Bush was director, before he became vice president while Reagan was there, when they made the plunge protection team, which is what makes Rustin Benham one of the six top guys. Whenever you, you don't hear that much about it in the Wall Street Journal, but 10, 20 years ago, we'd hear, oh, well, there was a big move and they intervened in the Japanese yen. That's the working group on capital markets, the plunge protection team. That's Ross Benham. I think it's Benham, the Secretary of Treasury, so probably Janet Yellen, uh, you know, a few other people that are um, people that at least I can provide clear evidence have committed crimes or stuff that the rest of us uh, would, would not be able to get away with. So I think a lot of that's coming out. Um, and I guess with the COVID stuff, I remember when I heard Cliff High saying last year back in April, he's saying the next couple months is going to be start becoming more and more obvious that what some of these people actually have done. And I would continue to wonder if that, whenever that kind of pops, won't be at the same time. Maybe that will end up being the spark of uh, what finally moves silver. Uh, I guess we'll see, but good enough yes anyway. So that's in the end why you can have inflation rise 7% and still only see silver up a quarter, half of its 1980 high. Well, Bitcoin is still flying. Everything else on the planet is flying. One other note about the inflation report that maybe you want to keep an eye on, or I've at least found interesting. Normally, they always use the core number where they strip out food and energy. And they always cite that because it's smaller. Except I've noticed the last couple months they've been citing the non-core number, which was bigger. 
and perhaps that could be nothing, although to the degree that... Now, this is just the way I look at it. I have the factual, analytical half of the brain, and then I try, I go and meditate or quiet the mind and let intuition speak. So you factor that as you will. But I guess what popped into my mind is it almost feels as if, I mean, everybody changes, not everybody, but at least these guys, in my opinion, change their story to fit what's happening and deny any culpability at all costs. I've wondered, is it almost that now they're, for whatever reason, trying to indicate that it is big, whether that's to throw Powell under the bus or whether that's to say, oh, well, we're going to raise interest rates and get people to believe it or for whatever reason, or maybe just because you can't deny the obvious anymore. Um, so that part is certainly guesswork, but what you can uh, look for yourself and see is that they have been looking at the the bigger number, which is different than the core that they usually look at. And yeah, BV writes there, who's the fall guy? I think that's makes a lot of sense because you probably have a lot of people turning on each other right now. There have been a lot of fall guys, and oh my goodness, once uh, next couple of years, it'll be fun to dig into some other things. Some of the things I've been coming across that I'm not that I'm in the process of verifying that I think are incredibly likely to be accurate um, will be fun to dig into. So anyway, a final note before I wrap up here. Uh, we talked about Arcana Silver on the show, which had been behind schedule on a few parts of their process to get into production. And I did have one reader write in about that. Also talked with Arcana yesterday and we are going to be putting together, uh, we'll get Kevin uh, and a few other comments just to give people an update of what's happening, uh, what happened, how they are responding, what's the plan going forward, um, at least so that way you can have the accurate, full, up-to-date information. So hopefully next week, something like that, but um, you can also review last Monday's episode. I think it's about halfway through at minute 30 where we talked about it. and. Um, Anyway, so do appreciate Arcana's support. I think it's a good example of what investing in silver companies are like, where you're going to have certain things come up. Although, again, this is just for me, but if I expect a higher silver price, you know, if a mine was no longer mineable, then that's, you know, certainly concerning. But if something's delayed, um, at least if you're investing for the long term, that can be... Uh, in your favor. Remember Chris Marcus, you're a voice for the people who don't have a voice. Keep speaking the truth and you'll be re rewarded. Uh, well, that's certainly kind of you to say that. Although perhaps one parting thought, I hope everybody realizes they have a voice. I mean, I don't know how many people know this, but we had, uh, I'd burned through my savings twice, then through uh, Yara's savings once. And we were close to shutting this down a couple of years ago. Um, fortunately, by that point, I'd been studying getting a little bit of a break from silver and studying things, you know, just the mind, the subconscious, how it really works, how you can break free from a lot of the conditioning we've all been subject to. And I would really encourage anyone out there, by all means, do what you feel comfortable with. But uh, really one thing I'm excited about in 2022 is getting a lot more people involved I would say within the next two weeks, we will have the volunteer meeting, a legal meeting, 
Um, and we have a lot of things that have been getting done behind the scenes um, so that people can be involved in whatever way is appropriate for you, but I hope you feel comfortable to share your voice. It's needed perhaps now more than ever, and uh, you know, I can just share my opinion, not that everything I say is correct, but uh, at least figuring out life in the silver market um, to the best of my ability is my genuine intention. Mississippi Cynthia. Hi, Cynthia. Would anyone be interested in a class action lawsuit? I think I have a law firm interested. Yeah, Cynthia, send me a message. Um, actually, I have many things along those lines and uh, starting to reach out to folks. So, whoops, there's my hand. But Cynthia, it's good to see you there. Would love to hear from you. And yes, we are ready to take the next step on some of those things. So... Anyway, thanks again to Arcana for bringing us today's show. Hope you're well out there. Hope you enjoyed a little beach in the background to uh, help you relax and just trust in what you know. And I will see you again tomorrow.